everybody and welcome to our session of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome podcast, running an interactive D&D session for those of you who are brave enough to join us on our adventure. I'm Lena, I'm your DM, and around me I have these wonderful ladies that uh, will introduce themselves. Hi everyone, I'm Nelly. I play a character named Mandla Olam. I am a level five, yeah, tiefling, bard, artificer. I'm Wednesday and I play Shara, the goblin uh, wild magic sorceress. Okay, and to our latest permanent edition. Hi everyone, I'm Lee. I play Daphne, the super sneaky tabaxi rogue. Jack, welcome, by the way, welcome. And if you do have some suggestions or if you would like to throw in a little bit of a help or maybe you want to trip the party up then please do so type it in chat and uh, i'll see if i can make it work so the last time you guys left the town of wallowdale on a summoned creature that amanda not amanda or shayra pulled out of the little bag of tricks and the party decided that this is a great way of transportation and headed off towards border stars you're making fairly good time and you know as uh, you venture during the day you noticed that there was a bit of a storm brewing on the horizon there and towards evening you've come significantly closer to the storm but it was still a little far off and it didn't look like it was raining there. You just see some heavy cloud presence. And you decided, okay, this is far enough for the night. We're going to set up camp. And went to bed. Watch went pretty uneventfully. The next morning when you woke up, you noticed that there was a slight burning smell and a really foul accompanying odor that has basically crept right up to camp, and your mode of transportation has vanished. I'm going to, like, sniff the air and take a look around at, at the environs, and I'm just going to say, hmm, smells like grandmother's cooking. Give me a perception check. Six. You do a very cursory glance around to see what exactly is causing this foul odor. It's pretty obvious, taking a quick glance around that whatever this is it, it doesn't look natural the trees and the bushes and the grass and everything around you has started to wilt and you you're getting this decomposition of plant material that odor is just hanging in the air around. i'm going to say okay worse than grandmother's cookies take a step just uh, donate it as a hundred bits what? Oh, thank you. You know what that means? Five second dance party. Here we go. Thanks, take a step. Daphne's gonna hop up and immediately want to investigate because something is happening and this is not right. Well, I want to see where this is coming from. Is it coming from where we came from? Is it coming from where we were headed? Is there any source of smoke or something in the air somewhere? Give me an investigation. That's a 12. You see that 
the area around you, especially a little further away from you, the decomposition seems to be worse. And whatever is causing this is is affecting the plant life quite rapidly. So the further away you look, the more and more dead these plants look. And there's no discernible source that you can see. There's no pillar of smoke or fire or anything like that. It is just decomposition at this hell of bad smell and heavy cloud cover in the direction that you're traveling, not from where you're coming. Hey guys, I think we need to get away from here. And this is why they have poor tourism in their region, because this was not mentioned in the brochure. And now I'm concerned. And Amanda's looking around thinking, I'll say out loud, this is not true fire. I know fire. I was born in fire. And this, this is nowhere near your mother's cooking or your grandmother's cooking or my family farm. This is, this is unnatural. Um, um, I actually want to cast Arcana as well, because I can definitely tell something's wrong. And Daphne confirmed it as well. Okay, do me an arcana roll. Twelve. You can definitely detect that there's a hint of some sort of magic hanging in the air. It's definitely unnatural. I'm going to sniff the ground. It is definitely a pretty bad rotting stench that you are getting in your nostril. This is... uh, I I think this is this is not real fire, and this is unnatural, and 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 I, I I miss your unicorn. Where's your unicorn? We need to go faster. I'll actually see Shayra like sniffing the ground, and I'm gonna like I know she doesn't like being held, but I'm gonna try to scoop her up away from that, and I'll say that's not safe. That's that can't be safe. It's definitely not sanitary. It's very difficult to resist when you're in like this weird bent over position. Even though my center of gravity is incredibly close to the ground. There may or may not be a little smudge on your nose. Let's run. I think let's run because we don't know how this is affecting us. And I'm just going to start running while I'm saying this, I'm running. Which direction are you running? Back from where we came from, away from the rotting. I'm going to watch Daphne run for a moment and I'm awkwardly holding on to Shayra and I'm going to yell out, you're going the, you're going the wrong way and, and... Can I have your bedroll, I guess? Damn. Okay, I'm coming. I just, we don't have time for... Put down the goblin! <laughs> just, like, in a panic, start packing things. Yeah, I'll look at Shara. Okay, uh, I'm going to gently put, put you down. We we should definitely pack and, and go, but we've come this far. We can't turn around. And and I have no reason, but we have to keep going. We, we made a promise. We made a promise, and I'm a tiefling on my word. I really want to see the sights. Shayra's been dying to see the sight of the fallen city ever since she read about it in a book. Look, that's great, and I also want to see it, but we don't know how this is affecting us. It, it is, it is destroying, decomposing organic matter. I mean, what, what if we start wasting away like that? I do not want to turn out like that. I'm just going to kick one of the plants. It's slowly disintegrating. Can I find a stone or something, like something I can carry? And I just want to throw it at the more decomposed, funky area. Well, you kick this plant, Daphne, and a piece of it tears off. It just flies into like a little bit of a distance and lands there. A bit of puff of dust. Amanda, you take a stone, you toss it, and the stone flies and lands in the dust. They also makes like a little poof of 
test. I'm going to start walking. I'm also thinking very deeply about organic versus not organic vegetables. We were talking about plants and decomposition. I'm trying to think now, do organic vegetables decompose faster than not organic vegetables? And what even is a not organic vegetable? I am chewing on a rather almost like probably by now quite rotting piece of cabbage leaf as I'm walking off in the direction that we're meant to be going. I'm concerned, but I'm like, uh, 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 and I I pause and and like, let's see. And I'll I'll step step back. Actually, let's see how this goes. And I'm going to watch Daphne. Sacrificial lamb, just, just set the goblin in. I'll go stand next to Amanda and go, that, that's not a bad test. Um, maybe we should just cover our mouths. I, I know you're not supposed to breathe smoke. And then if this goes fine, then we can just cover our mouths and, and follow. I'm going to just walk as Shara continues walking. But in the meantime, I'm going to make sure my theremin is well strapped and it's, it's still safe and secure on my back. If anything is done wrong to my theremin, there will be blood. Maybe. Okay. Okay. We can do this. So, Shara, as you walk into this, what seems to be like a desolation, you notice that the vegetation is going from springy to soft to dry to crunchy. I'm getting to watch the whole process of organic decomposition. I'm taking it all in. I'm learning about the biology of organic materials as I'm chewing on this half-rotting piece of cabbage leaf. I'm going to call up towards uh, Shara. How, how, how do your lungs feel? And your feet? And your everything? I'm going to look very curiously at my feet. So I'm going to like lift one foot up and wiggle my toes a bit. Do they look normal? Yeah, they look normal. I'm going to say my feet are normal, very normal. The organic materials over here are crunchy. I hear crunchy and I look at Daphne. I, I don't know if her crunchy is the same as our crunchy, but her feet are fine. I don't know a lot about goblins. Um, I'm just going to wrap a blanket around my head. I, I'm just going to end up being like two big cat eyes poking out and then blanket completely covering my face and go, okay, I'm ready. I'm just going to again just make sure my instrument is secure on my back. Gonna like adjust the straps, make sure they're nice and tight, nothing's wrong. I'm gonna follow the others. What could possibly go wrong? Okay, so you guys continue your travels. When my cabbage is finished, I'm gonna take out my moldy piece of bread. You notice that as you're walking, the ambience of the forest seems to be fading away. It's like there's less bird sounds, this noise from, from bugs and crickets and Pretty soon, there's this quiet around you. Pretty much all you're hearing is your own footsteps. Crunchy. This is very eerie. I don't like it. Or should I mean, surely we can just turn around. I, it's, it is oddly quiet and I'm looking around us, but the, <clears throat> the sooner we go, the sooner we can get through this, I think. Yes, yes, yes. What do you think is causing this? What if we run into something? Well, the, 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 the brochure, and I'm using air quotes, did mention zombies. So there could be zombies. Uh, 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 there could be other creatures. Uh, uh, and there could be um, things I don't even know. Uh, 
which is a lot to be honest. I'm concerned, but we should keep going. Shaver's feet are okay. So, and I'm kind of like uh, nervously holding the strap that hold up my theremin. It's, 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 what's, it's, it's okay. It's gonna be okay. We just, we should just keep going. How old are you? I'm an adult. I am a full adult, and 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 uh, I've never been sheltered in my whole life. Um, um, I'm an adult. Yes. Okay. I have a question. How did you reach adulthood with convoluted logic like that? Because you were going, oh, there could be any number of undead creatures ahead of us. Oh, and you know everything is just dying around us. We should keep going. We 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 made a promise to that princess who's not conscious, but she, we made a promise and I always keep my promises and, and, and I'm gonna go stand up to my full height. And I am a very logical person. I have lived a good logical life and I'll have you know that I trust us to do okay. And I'm gonna just nod my head, convincing myself almost. And I'm gonna like actually stop talking to Daphne and I'm just like, like start walking a little faster and I'm like catch up with Shayra. You'll hear mumbling, logic, I, I'm logical. I've always been logical. I, I'm an artificer. I, I'm running on logic. My body runs on logic. I'm gonna like look behind me. Look at you guys. It's dead quiet. There's no one else and go, ah, fine. <laughs> just follow along. I'm gonna turn to Amanda and say, this wasn't me. I, I didn't do this. It wasn't me. It's also very quiet. And you, you're a musician. You're a superstar. If you entertain us on this super boring trip, because now there's just crunchy, 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 crunchy walking. Crunchy. It's not so exciting. How about that song you sang in the tavern? That song was so beautiful. Something about appointments. I, 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 I like to sing when I'm inspired in the moment, but actually, I think a song would be good for your nerves, not mine. It'd be good for your nerves. Yes. Yes. Let's, I can sing. I can sing. Let's, whew. and I'm thinking to myself, what should I sing? The air just goes suddenly darker. That still wasn't me. Everybody can roll me a perception check if you want to. Uh, no way seven. I got a 13. 16. Daphne, you and Amanda will realize, looking up, that you have now walked underneath the cloud cover. Oh. The quiet has now become something that it, it feels like pressure. There's a palpable gloom hanging around you at the moment. I think a song, and I'm going to start kind of hyperventilating, I'll be looking up. I think. A song of motivation, I'm still looking up, would be great before we run for our lives. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, uh. Shayra, are you ready to run? Because I'm ready to run. I'm so ready to run. I'm just excited you're going to sing. So I'm looking up at you in anticipation. You know, I'm going to sing regardless. I can do like a blank D20 roll if, if you need me to for performance. Sure. 17. You hold your ceremony in a little bit of a different position that you used to. You used to having it in front of you while you're tuning your crystals and um, making your, your hand movements, just directing the arcana. And, and, and you're almost holding it like, like a guitar where you would have it close to your chest and you are still manipulating the crystals and doing hand movements, but just in a different manner that you're 
used to. All in all, the theremin doesn't sound bad. Your voice, however, is, is a little shaky and just maybe with a hint of frantic in it. So the words you'll hear me singing are stay, stay, staying alive, staying alive. Yes, we need to stay alive. Run, run, run for our lives. Yes. And it's just like a repeating, like the, the repeating hook. I'm going to be doing a little jog to this. Like, this is good kind of like moving music. Yeah, it's, it's very much a, the tempo is there. <laughs> it might be my heartbeat. <laughs> I want to sprint forward, put a hand on Amandla's and go, would you stop that? We don't know what can hear us out here. You're making so much noise. This is not stealthy. If you want stealthy, then run with your logic up ahead. Just imagine one. <laughs> I'm trying to soothe myself here. I don't care right now. You guys can continue walking. We're and, not walking. Um, I'm, I'm running. A little jogging. <laughs> maybe a dancing, sprinting. Jackie, are you actually sprinting away from the group or... Just trying to keep them in a certain distance. I'm doing that nervous thing that shepherds do, where they kind of constantly circle the sheep that they're herding somewhere. So I'm like constantly going from one side, walking around to the other, walking around to the side, very nervously pacing around them and trying to keep them quiet. Stay, stay alive, staying alive. Uh. So every time Amanda That's says alive, I go alive. Starts giving way to a little bit more of a rocky terrain. Uh, well, I say forest, but it's more like a collection of dead trees everywhere. And there's starting to become a little bit of a rocky outcropping and a little bit of hill on the side. You get to a point where there's a, a small valley, about a 15 meter high cliff on either side where there's a pathway that leads through this, making a little bit of a canyon that you can walk through. At least the road is clear. There's a very eerie wind that is whistling through this canyon. Okay, I'm going to pause with my singing. This feels... And I'm looking around. This Does this not feel like a trap to you? I feel this feels like a trap. Is it a trap? Yes, it's definitely a trap. We should go around. We should climb. Uh, let's... We, we can climb up there, right? I'm going to put my affairman back, by the way. I just want to make sure it's like safely secure and strapped because now it's about to go, something's going to go down and I need my affairman to be safe and secure. Do I know what traps look like? I mean, from a goblin perspective, every day is a bit of a trap. You meet people, they just try to kill you when you're inquiring, like, may I please have this piece of bread? Like, does this seem any more menacing than a normal goblin life? Give me a wisdom or a survival check, please. Five. It's just another path. Oh, cool. It could probably do with a bit of green, but okay. other than that, there's no oh, difference. Nice. I'm not going to stop walking. You can probably expend some effort to climb up the, the cliff, but depends on how much in a mood for exercise you currently are. Well, I think the road is quite clear. It's obviously a clear path for people to walk on. This is a tourist destination. I have got no qualms about just keeping going. I'm not sure why the others have stopped. I mean, this is what tourism is all about, like taking everything in. So I'm going to just continue walking down the path. Are we, are we just gonna let, let her? No, I, I, 
this one would make this would make me feel guilty this time. Let's uh, and I'm gonna like in a jerky movement. I'm gonna go towards Shera again. Scoop her up. This is no time for cuddles. Tiefling are so strange. Out of character chat, there's it's always time for cuddles. Okay, there's always time for a little cuddle. But back in character, I'm gonna just hold uh, Shara in front of me and say, "I that is a valid point, but we need to be safe, and I want you to be safe because." I think you're my friend, and I think we should be safe. So, um, I'm sorry, I just don't want to go through that path now. I see that you're taking this whole holiday to heart. We're even doing some rock climbing. Shara's good at rock climbing. Are you climbing the wall? Provided Amanda puts me down, I'm going to copy her, because I'm now convinced, like, oh, when she was saying she wanted us to be safe, she kind of got the word wrong. What she meant was she wanted us to enjoy the vacation. Because now we're doing something even more holiday-ish than just walking down a path. And it's quite exciting. Well, anybody who wants to try attempt to scale the wall, do me a athletics check. Well, I'm trying between this. I'm going to call out to Daphne. Can you, in your own way, find out if there's anything out there, Daphne? Please? And I'm still trying to grapple and, and try it. Let's see what happens. I'm just going to cast spider climb and start climbing up the wall. You succeed what? automatically. <laughs> you see this little goblin go close like a little faint, and then she just starts scaling this wall like absolute natural with no effort. That is impressive. That is beyond impressive. What? I have an idea. I want to take out my dagger, tie a piece of rope to it, and then I want to cast message to Shara. And I'm going to say... I'm sending you some rope. Tie it to something sturdy so that we can climb up. I'm going to throw My brain! <laughs> Luckily with spider climb, you can hold it with your toes. <laughs> Daphne. <laughs> and then I'm just going to like look out for this rope. Yeah, I'm throwing the dagger. I'll wait until she's at the top. I won't actually impel her. Let me just get this. Amanda, did you throw a roll for, for the climb? I did, I got four. Daphne, yes. you are attempting to throw the thing out. So Amanda, you started climbing and you go like, no, my arms are definitely not strong to pull my entire body up with my theremin. This is not a great idea. Daphne, you're starting to make a different plan. Chera, you scamper up the rock. And when you get to the top, just give me a perception check. 16. So when you get to the top, if you look around, it's fairly empty. There is like a big rock about... 10 meters away from you yeah. and like a dead tree and you see not too far from you just to the right there is a rather thick solid looking tree that you can potentially Ooh. tie the rope to okay i'm gonna put my hands on the side of my head and i'm going to say daphne daphne can you hear me i'm ready i'm ready well i'm gonna throw the dagger at her. i'm not even gonna respond i'm just gonna chuck it and hope she catches or doesn't die one of the two Catch the rope. You can do me a dexterity saving throw. 18. It's not such a difficult throw, so you throw it up, and Shara, you see the rope with a little bit of something attached, the weight attached, fly over the edge, and yes, before it gets you, you just step out of the way at your feet. I'm going to grab it, but I'm also going to knowingly nod to myself and say, Daphne's always trying to kill Shayra. So dangerous to Baxi, untrustworthy. 
I'm going to go and tie this rope to the tree. I'm going to keep the dagger in it to use it as like extra sort of to as put it okay? yeah to put it in the tree like more solidly. Okay. Well, you snake the rope around it a couple of times and like do a knot, punch the dagger into the bark of the rotting tree. It pushes in a little farther than you would have thought as the tree goes. It wasn't me! And then I'm going to, like, pick up the rope and march it over to the side to drop it. And then I'm going to shout down very loudly. Blue, you can climb up now! Uh, Why is she so loud? I don't know! Do you reckon that's tied properly? I I don't know if you've ever tried scaling a wall like this. I think she tried her best, and that's, that's all we can hold on to right now. Well, then you can go first. I was going to suggest you because you seem to have more experience. Um, so you can show me how it's done and um, I can take notes as you go up. Yes, yes. Well, I'm going to grab a hold of the rope, tug it a couple of times, eye it suspiciously, and then slowly start trying to drag myself up. Okay, you can do me an athletics check with advantage. With advantage? It's a 12. You start slowly scaling the wall. No problems. Amanda? Thank Fudge for advantage, because just so you know, the first one I rolled was a nat one. The other one was a 21. So you start scaling, and pretty soon you catch up to Daphne, who is surprisingly cautious climbing up this rope. Uh, uh, And I'm still holding, like, you know, quite sturdily, like, I'm I'm okay now. You don't have to be slow on my, on my, on my... For me, it's okay. Uh, you can go faster now. I think I got the hang of this, this climbing thing. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, okay, okay, that's great, Amandla. I'm just, I, I don't want to go too fast. Would you just wait? Just wait, okay? <laughs> just keep crawling slowly up the thing. I'm singing that song to myself while I'm sitting waiting for them. Shara, you hear a cracking noise from the tree. Oh it is getting... Worse every second. I'm going to uh, cast Mold Earth to uh, try to reinforce this uh, tree a little bit. Such hidden depths. I love it. Okay. Uh, explain to me what you want to do with spell. So, what I would like to do is let the rock kind of wrap around to hold the tree a little bit more solid. Because you said a cracking right down the middle. So, it's not mm-hmm. holding. So, I literally just want to wrap the earth around it so it holds. Okay, the two of you on the rope here, there's some grinding, very softly rumbling sound coming from above as Shayra lifts some soil and wraps it around the bark of the tree and the rope and compacts it and dries it. That doesn't sound good. That that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound good. Then maybe, maybe, be calm, be calm. Maybe you should move faster. I'm moving as fast as I can. I have sharp nails. If I accidentally cut the rope, then we both die. So would you just give me a second? Okay, can I do something? Because I I don't foresee this moving any faster. I'm going to, you know, you climb, you can kind of climb underneath someone else. I'm going to do that. Hold on to me as tight as you can. Not my neck, just my shoulders. And don't damage my foramen. And I'm going to keep going. Do me an athletics check, this time without advantage, because you've now nullified the little advantage that you had. 
Also, I'm clinging to her with my claws because I don't trust anything carrying me. <laughs> so it's like, ding! I got 21 again! Shayra. Yes. I got 10. You here. Wow. That was rather creative. And here is. I'm going to turn a grin. Put my hands on my hips and go, yes! I am creative. Shayra is very clever. You turn around, and from behind the big rock, you see Ebb. Rather tallish man step around. He's wearing fairly classy clothing, although it's it's a bit rumpled and old and dirty. His pallor is is very off. He looks white with that bluish tint to it, and uh, in his hand he's holding a chain, and attached to the chain is. Another humanoid figure that is just wearing like a loincloth. Mm -hmm. There's some wrappings around its arms, and it has these elongated fingers with really sharp nails. And you can see this creature's looking like just around the, its mouth, making this disgusting, slobbering sound. I'm going to say, oh, a gentleman. Shara can appreciate a gentleman irrespective of age. Shara doesn't mind older men. And then I'm going to turn toward this, this uh, chained and very slobbering other humanoid and say, I have a little bit of advice for you. Don't lick windows. The last time Shara licked a window, I didn't get sick, but apparently it's not a good idea. My friend Amanda told me that. The Revenant looks at you and says, well, I don't care about any of that. However, I don't like that you're trespassing in my lands. It rushes you and uh, it is going to punch you. But because it first said it had land, that's why I got rushed. Because I was like, Land. Oh my god, he's got land. This guy is also rich. That's gonna definitely hit you. You take 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, that's so sore. 11 points of damage. I am going to burst into tears. He punches at you again. He hits you with one fist and then the other fist. That's so rude. Just as he starts pummeling you. Has a 16 in your armor class? Yes, it does. Okay. Then you take an additional 11 points of bludgeoning damage as this thing starts beating the crap out of you. On a side note, guys, this kind of abuse should not be allowed. Just generally, if you are in such kind of relationship, it's not okay. Yeah. It should not be tolerated. You guys on the rope hear this um, violence and something thudding into meat as you can hear Shaira starts bawling. You guys rush up the rope with your roll of 21 yeah. and getting to the top of on both of each roll ministry. I got a 19. I got a 13. Amanda, quickly scanning what's going on and you see the guy beating on her and he 
notice that there's another slobbering creature starting to run towards you. Are there any rocks around? Yes, there are plenty of rocks around. I'm going to use catapult and use those rocks as many as I can and fling them at the whatever is attacking Shayra. And I'm going to try to aim for any delicate bits like, you know, neck and head. Okay. Basically, choose one object weighing one to five pounds within range that is, isn't being worn carried. The object flies in a straight line up to 90 feet in the direction you choose before falling to the ground, stopping early for impacts, blah, blah. If the object would strike a creature, then that creature must take a deck saving throw. And the DC for that is 14. Fail. Okay, roll some damage. Oh, you cast the spell, it levitates a little group of rocks. They crash together with a resounding as it compresses, forming this ball, it launches at stunning speed, hitting this revenant in the head. It stumbles a little backwards from Shera, as it takes... 16 bludgeoning damage. It looks at you, and it says, Ow. Okay, um, want to get a little crazy? We can get crazy. I did dislodge myself from Amandla, but then I'm scampering as far away from the edge of the cliff as I possibly can manage. Just gonna kind of cling to the ground and go, okay, okay, I'm safe. And then look at the Revenant and see all this going on. And I'm gonna call out, um, um, perhaps we could talk about this. Uh, we, We come in peace. And then I wanna try and cast Charm Person on him. Okay, he must make a wisdom save, and he does it with advantage because we're fighting him. So, you know, chat help! You cast this charm spell, and you see the arcane magic hit, wash over this revenant, and it just dissipates. That's not good. That's not good. Um, run? That's me. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. I helped. I already ran away from the edge. I'm just standing there and asking if we're gonna run. Shayra, it's your turn. This revenant has basically moved from in front of you, stumbled a little bit to the right, and that's where he is right now. Just Uh to your left, you can see the other creature with a chain around his neck, getting ready to jump at you. The revenant, however, turns at you, Daphne says, Nothing to talk about. Just die. Since he is distracted, I'm going to create bonfire underneath him because he was rude. How dare he lay hands on me? The deck save is 12. He is distracted by what Daphne is doing. And he doesn't notice the the fire starting underneath his feet until it's a little bit too late to get out of the way. That is uh, 12 points of fire damage. He... Yelps and uh, just jumps out of the way. As uh, I'm gonna say, you can get an attack of opportunity in him if you're really quick with a weapon in, not with a spell. Let me just catch everyone up. I left all my weapons in Joesburg because we had to hand in our weapons at this fancy cafe, so I handed them in and I did not collect them. That is such a shame. I'm so sorry to hear that. But can I throw? that wooden number at his head. I've got oh a wooden claw, it. it's got the number nine on it. I'm gonna chuck it at his head, that's what I wanna do. You can do it, but without proficiency. Nope, that was a three. Dora Burns makes a good 
point, she says, there is a knife attached to the rope still. It's a little covered in mud right now and hardened earth, but it is still there. And I would here. love to retcon because that was a terrible throw and I do have dagger proficiency. Thanks, Laura. You're amazing, but it's a bit late. You don't have wooden object at him, but he's still stumbling away from you and the object, as you say, was right past him. The other creature brushes towards you on that. As uh, Daphne is the furthest away from everybody, and this creature just without any type of intelligence in his eyes picks the closest target and starts clawing at you. I'm going to use shield with your reaction. Yes. Okay. So maybe first see if, if the attack hits before you spend the spell slot. Do what you gotta do, but I'm ready. Okay. There's a 15 hit? It does. With the shield? Okay, no, it doesn't. As the first claw tries to slash at you, you hastily just throw up this arcane shield. There's this bubble in front of you as this claw, like, hits it, breaks across the shield, making this awful, like, sound, and then dissipates. Whew. The Revenant regains his footing, and he turns back to you, Shayra. This that wasn't very nice. And he starts pummeling you further. That's really rude. Because he was not nice to me first. I was very willing to be friendly. Unbelievable. I think that's definitely going to hit as a 23 is definitely... Holy crap. It's going to do 14 points of bludgeoning damage with the first hit. Cool. I'm going to faint, just so you know. It is your turn. You notice out of the corner of your eye that... With that last hit that it made on Shara, Shara collapsed to the ground. I'm going to do two things. One, pointing at the creature that's attacking Shara, I want to use True Strike. So I basically just want to use that cantrip to figure out what uh, actually is uh, its, uh, its defenses. Uh, you point a finger, Jojo style, at a target in range. Your magic grants you a brief insight into the target's defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, provided that, that this spell hasn't ended. So you realize that this revenant is dangerous. Mm. It's really dangerous. It has significant resistance to necrotic and psychic damage. It is completely immune to poison damage. It is immune to being charmed, exhaustion, frightened, paralyzed, poisoned, and stunned. And it's just wearing leather armor that you can see. Tiber has said, as a little bit of a hint, that you guys are at the edge of a cliff. It has no intelligence. You could maybe make it run off the edge. She also noticed it wasn't immune to falling damage. Thank you. That's some big brain energy, Laura Bones. Thank you. That was my plan, but also that would require Daphne to be close to the edge. Uh, okay, so that was the one action, and then I want to do something else. I'm going to bring out my Eldritch Cannon Flamethrower and use that to attack the creature in front of me. Go ahead, and do your attack. So that is a DC 14 dex. In the moment, you turn and you take a really instantaneous but deep glance into the defenses of this thing, turning back, you're feeling a little disoriented because you didn't expect everything yeah. looking at this creature that just continued swiping like this. You pull out your cannon and you're about to blast this thing to smithereens, except it is expecting that. 
and it makes this twist flip in the air as it oh, wow. expertly evades the shots. Your shot blasts past it and takes a chunk out of the rock behind it. Laura Bones, I don't know if this falling off the cliff thing is going to work because... Uh, uh, it's looking pretty dexterous to me. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the 21 on Dex. I'll look at my cannon and look at the creature, did the superhero flip and all that stuff, and I'm going to take a couple steps back just to distance myself a little bit. It's doing this magnificent flip, and as it lands, it sees you moving away. It desperately tries to take a swipe at you, but you get out of the way in time. It claws nothing. Daphne. Which of them is closer to the edge? I'm going to say that a Amandla right now is standing really close to the edge. And the creature that she's fighting is just off to her right. While this whole fight is going on between Amandla and this thing, Daphne's just standing there trying to psych herself up. She's like, okay, 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 I can do it, I can do it. It's not that scary, I can do it, I got it, I got it. And then she's just going to run and try and shove the thing off the cliff. Do me a strange check. Uh, yes, that's a three. You run up to this thing. As you get to it, you push it. And its skin and flesh is actually disgustingly rubbery. As Ooh. you push into it, the ribs kind of cave in and then just come back. The creature turns its attention to you. I made mistakes. I made mistakes. Well, take a step. Gave us a little heart with a hundred next to it. Is that a hundred extra bits? That's evading slaughter. Perfect time for a five-second dance party. Sorry to interrupt. I still wanted to say before the bits happened, I want to, as a bonus action, just disengage away from the cliff and the thing. Disengage okay, Brooks can do that. It is not happy with you though, so the creature is going to run off to you and um, oh, no. start clawing at you. There's a. Oh, that's definitely going to hit. A 21. It does. Uh, Sorry, no, a dirty 20. Yeah, it hits. You are going to take 13 piercing damage as this thing bites into your leg. <laughs> no wonder it's on a chain, man. That's not Of course. She's rabies. Has what, it even been vaccinated? Shara, though. I mean... Goblins are very serious about vaccinations. Because of the way that they live, they take getting vaccinated very seriously. Makes sense. Okay. Just say Revenant is going <laughs> to... Lean closer over your body, Shara, and says, Well, you'll soon be joining us, won't you? Oh, ew. Oh. I don't want to be with this guy anymore. looks at the other two of you and starts walking to you, Amandla. I just Lovely. wanted to let you know that I fainted on one hit point because I did not want to get smacked again. So there was a conscious decision to just kill over. To faint. Because I was just like, I'm not going to get beat the crap out of anymore. I refuse. You, yeah. Well, Amandla, as uh, it starts uh, attacking with his fists again. Amanda, you can do me a perception check. 14. As this thing walks closer to you, the burn marks and the wounds that it suffers are starting to close up. 25 is definitely going to You take... Uh, Ten bludgeoning damage as this thing pummels its fist into your face. This guy's very punchy, eh? Another swing at you. 
It's also going to hit for the 24. You're just doing stuff and I don't want stuff to happen to me. The swing with the left hand glances off you and you only take six bludgeoning damage from the second hit. Well, only six. Thanks, I guess. I'm going to respond in kind with Hellish Rebuke. Okay. Uh, a dex uh, DC of 12. I rolled a 13. Come on! Yeah, let's I give Lena disadvantage, <laughs> chat. I think I'll allow you this one success. Yes! order succeeds. I'm going to take it happily. So 3d10. 20. Fire streams out of your hands as you point at this thing in front of you. It engulfs the creature. You can hear this awful screeching that just pierces your ears as this creature burns and flames licks hands and, and, and shoulders and courses through it. And as abruptly as the flames start, they stop again. Smoke rises off of the creature as the revenant sags a little bit in the wake of your onslaught. I'm staring in shock at the cr- crispy, not so crispy revenant. The revenant is done with its turn. It's your turn. I'm going to run at it and try to push off the cliff. You're going to have to run around it because you, the cliff is here, you're here, yeah, yeah. and the revenant is here. Oh, can I try and make it like a really cool move? Yeah, so I'm going to try to use my momentum to like wild launches to launch, launch it backwards and I launch myself forward. That's what I'm going to try to do. Do me a, a strength roll for a grappling check or a athletics. Either one is fine. 21. You take a hold of the, the creature in front of you and you start yanking on it. There's some serious resistance as this creature recognizes that it is an imminent danger of what yeah. you're trying to do. For the briefest moment, there's a... Stalemate as it plants its feet. You're pulling with everything you got. And all of a sudden, a passing seagull swoops down and picks the revenant on its head, causing it to lose its balance. And there's this moment where it completely just yank and then toss the revenant off the cliff. Thank you to that raven seagull. You know what you did. You're the MPP. A seagull saved my life. That's awesome. You hear, as the <laughs> gets lost over the edge. It falls in a cloud of dust. You hear some bones cracking as it hits the bottom of the cliff. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked it even worked. And where the seagull is, if it's flying around, I'm going to say, thank you. And I'm waving frantically at the seagull as it flies off. Daphne, what are you doing? Well, it is after me, so I'm going to disengage again. Moving toward the cliff, it's gonna be fine, but I want to grab its chain as I do it and try and bring it with me. Give me a strength check. It can follow its master. Don't ask Daphne to do strength things. It is... It's a seven! <laughs> you disengage, but as you step away, you take the chain, you start pulling on it, but as soon as the chain, like, snaps rigid as, as you yank on it, the creature isn't moving an inch. Um, a little help! <laughs> That's You're done. That's what I'm doing. The chain rushes you. The chain goes slack. And it takes another four swiping at you. Oh, do me a DC constitution saving throw, please. It's an eight. I just want to mention, I want to try an uncanny dodge. Maybe it'll shove itself off the cliff. You notice as this thing gets closer, it, it smells horrible. In fact, the smell like invades your nose until it becomes unbearable. And it is making you... Queasy as you become 
poisoned. It claws at you, but the claws fortunately miss you by the close width. It actually leaves a nail mark across the front of your armor. It goes in to try and bite you. But as it tries and bites you, you start yanking at the chain. Desperately trying to avoid the... Its head is yanked in this direction, snap. Yanked in that direction, snap. And it misses the bite completely. You do still have a turn. If you quickly wanted to do something, are you just going to lie there? How far away is this what's happening with Daphne right now? About 10 feet. It's not very far away from me. Can I just do a little walk to where they are? And then I'm going to throw up Acid Splash on this thing. I'm feeling pretty gross. Okay. If I lose my fur, the next dagger is going straight at you. That's okay, because that dagger will put me on zero. So... (laughs) Oh, Acid never hurts me. (laughs) I'm essentially going to walk up behind it and vomit on it. Okay. It's a deck save of 12. It's Acid Damage. Okay. It fails the deck save and it doesn't see you. And it is nine points of acid damage. Okay, you throw up all over the back of this creature. It screeches in pain as it's suddenly assaulted by something it didn't expect. Well, I was also assaulted by something I didn't expect. The full damage. We're going to stop there. Um, We're going to call the session for today. As a last comment here, Laura Bone says, "Eh, you're going to get grave dirty. And uh, the next session, we try and find a tetanus shot for Daphne. Thank you for the bits. And if you like the content, please go and leave a comment, leave a review on our podcast. Um, It just helps to grow the channel, Mm. guys. Do a follow or a subscribe. We would love you for it. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram, uh, mystic underscore bell, next lady. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Wednesday underscore Lefay, that's L-E-F-E-Y. I'll do the exit for uh, Nelly as well. She's also on Instagram at Miss Mvubu, that's M-I-S-S-M-V-U-V-U. You can find me on Instagram at Teddikus, T-E-D-D-I-K-U-S. Um, I also run a little tabletop gaming club in George where we play board games and just chill um, in the garden room. So if you're in the area, the garden root area, please contact me on Discord or on Instagram, whatever, and then we can get together and do things. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. Uh, you've been a real blast to DM4. Thank you for chat for joining us. Yeah, it's, thank it's you. It's been really fun. It's been really creative today. And, you know, everybody, stay out there, stay safe, be careful, stay healthy. And have an absolutely incredible week. And we will see you in our next session.